Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the For the Love of Self podcast. This is your host, Heather Graham Murphy. Today, we have an interview with Sandy Gaskin, and she has been able to heal herself holistically. And I'm just going to let you, you know, I really like, thank you for coming, first of all, Sandy. And I really prefer for people that come onto my podcast to tell me in their own words what they do, because I think it's so funny when you read someone's bio, it ends up being, I feel like as people that work with other people, we're always like evolving and morphing. So please, in your own words, tell us what you do and it's really funny because I really suck at my own bio. Um, I do a lot of live videos and half the time I don't even say it right. So um, I'm an integrative healing practitioner. I'm the author of Heal Yourself and I'm the founder of the Integrative Healing Academy. And before all that started, I was just a girl trying to heal from a lot of health issues. I uh, was diagnosed with migraines when I was seven. And then I started suffering from insomnia and depression when I was 13. I had a lot of joint pain in my teenage years. At 19, I was actually diagnosed as bipolar, um, just the same diagnosis that my mom had, very manic episodes. I would go um, weeks at a time with barely any sleep, high, high functioning to crashing to two weeks of intense migraines being unable to function. And it was a very... A repeating cycle every two weeks, I would just be going up and down, up and down. And um, we tried a lot of different medications. We ended up um, with an antidepressant that kept me a little bit more um, stable. And that's an understatement. I was a zombie. But from going to from that manic, it was an improvement. But very soon, I started to realize it came with a lot more side effects. And I wanted to get off and I was unable to get off of it because of the withdrawals. They were terrible. Um, at the time, the doctors were very dismissive. They still are. Some are a lot better, but they would tell me, you know, you need this medication. This medication is keeping you alive. And, you know, if you're not on it, you're going to just continue to get worse. And when you go off, that is just your brain saying that it needs it. And I felt really alone, but there was nothing really there at the time. So I kept going. Um, I ended up changing course after that from wanting to be a doctor to going to become a massage therapist because I, I knew I could not prescribe somebody a medication that you couldn't get off of, you didn't have any support for, it, it just didn't resonate with me. So I went to become a massage therapist and in my last year, just before I was going to graduate, I got a terrible food poisoning, knocked me out um, for quite a while. And then from there, my health just started to spiral. I started getting joint pain all over my body. I started to have weakness, um, not just general weakness, but my muscles were getting weaker. And as a massage therapist, it doesn't work very well. Um, so I did work for a little bit and uh, eventually the uh, effector that I was on the antidepressants stopped working and my migraines came back and I started to cycle again and everything just unraveled and I ended up um, being diagnosed with lupus at the same time. Hmm. So it was just one health issue after another after another and in my family sadly that was normal everybody had health issues everybody was on medication so it was not something that we thought was anything we could change. 
Um, but I knew the medications weren't for me. And I turned down the, the medications for lupus and around the same time, massive synchronicity, somebody told me, um, that she also had lupus and the medications were killing her. And she wished she had went natural because she had learned about it. But at that time she was so far gone with the damage from the medication that there was nothing she could really do, but she pushed me in that direction. I started to research. I found the raw vegan diet um, and I kept trying to do it and trying to do it. Didn't stick. Um, I only got worse. And a year after that, I ended up having to move home with my parents. It was 2012, my dark year. Um, it was instead of a dark night of the soul, it was the dark year of the soul. And um, actually through podcasts and why I'm so passionate about doing podcasts is um, I was listening to one and I had just this major shift that instead of focusing on diet, I needed to focus on the why behind it, the root causes, the why is my body doing this? What does my body need to heal? And I really used my biomedicine degree to start looking at the science behind how does our brain work and how can we affect it with supplements? How does our liver work and how can we affect it with supplements? And I went on this natural journey, a real natural journey, not just about diet. And I was able to get off my medications. I was able to balance my brain naturally. I was able to detox and work on my gut and work on strengthening my body. And I ended up getting that lupus diagnosis was reversed. He's my, my doctor said, wow, I can't believe this. Your antibodies are gone. So um, from there it continued because I still had a lot of acne and I kept trying this trial and error and, and I ended up doing a lot more harm than good. I developed interstitial cystitis, but my, you know, my stubbornness, not only my stubbornness, but a lot of fear, a lot of limiting beliefs. I knew I wanted to be a practitioner, but I didn't want to invest in myself at that time. I didn't have the confidence to invest in myself and do something totally out of the box, get an online certificate versus going to post-secondary education, which I already had seven years of that really weren't serving me that well. So I ended up uh, suffering for a year, doing it on my own. And then after that, I did invest to become a practitioner. The only thing was, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't the test that I needed to do. So I upgraded and upgraded and created my own program. I started working with, with clients. I was able to get my bladder better, get my skin clear and get myself to just this optimal level of health. Um, from there, I was able to have a beautiful baby boy, which I never thought was going to be possible. Um, and we just continued to grow motivated to heal. I ended up writing Heal Yourself. And just uh, in June, we launched the Integrative Healing Academy, where I teach others how to do what I do. Wow, that's just a crazy story. I mean, I, know. <laughs> I, I just was, I just did another podcast interview earlier today. And we were just talking about how like, isn't it crazy how our most painful situations end up being our greatest teachers and then exactly. also the work that we're meant to do the work we're meant to do yeah and that is just insane that you reversed your lupus that's I mean yeah. for people out there that are listening you know I know that a lot of people in our world especially our culture like with the mm -hmm. prescription industry and whatnot that there's this sort of thing about 
there's a power dynamic going on with the medical industry that I think when we go to a doctor, we feel like, well, they know best and, you know, we don't know. And so I love, you know, if you'd want to speak more on this, you know, we were talking about intuition a little bit, you know, you know, this idea, something in you felt like that's not, I mean, obviously you got the call because that lady was saying, I wish I would have done it naturally. That was probably a big sign, but Mm -hmm. maybe you could speak more to like intuitively this process for you. Yeah, well, we, and I agree, definitely. There was a time where I would go to the doctor and I would just blindly do whatever I was told and not research anything. And sadly, that's how they've really monopolized and created one of the biggest industries in the world. It's really sick care. They make money off of people being sick and medications aren't designed to get you better. They're designed to kind of turn off your symptoms so that you can just live. You're not living optimally. You're not feeling good. You're existing. And that's sadly what even our society has been programmed to do. Just go to work in a job you don't like, come home and in your existing. Whereas when we move into holistic healing, we're learning to thrive and we're learning to have optimal health. And we're learning to just follow our instincts. And for me, what happened was being on that medication and having zero support and experiencing these intense side effects and knowing that it was coming from the medication. And when I got off Effexor, the majority of my lupus symptoms went away on their own. It was the brain fog, the muscle pain, the fatigue, that weight on me that I felt like I just couldn't get up and do anything and function when my brain cleared from the medication and I was able to balance my brain, those symptoms were gone. So there was so much of that vibration in my body was being shifted from the effects of this medication. Um, and we don't realize it until we start to do the research and not through the medical journals, but seeing what other people are experiencing. And I had to get help in different forums because at that time, the internet was a lot newer. We didn't have anywhere near the resources we did. Like, I don't know if you remember those really old school forums that they had. Yeah. You know, that's where I would go. And people were like, yeah, you have to open the beads and take out one a day. And I'm like, one a day, there's like 374 beads in here. So had somebody not went through it on their own, um, I wouldn't have had any idea because the pharmacist was like, no, don't you open that medication. Not that I'm, I'm telling people to open their medication. This is my experience with it, but it's, we have to empower ourselves. We have to find out what's really going on because they're not telling us the whole truth. Uh, They want us on the medication and then those side effects lead to more medications and more medications. They have their gateway drugs and it creates lifelong customers. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to not have to deal with like extreme health issues. So, I mean, I, I can't even imagine, but I've always been pretty resistant. I mean, my own background has just been struggling with um, anxiety and depression. And there's been times where I've been like, oh man, like I need some medication, but then like, I'll try a little bit. And then I'm like, I feel worse. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and yeah. so for me, I mean, and, and for anyone out there, you know, if that's your journey, that's fine. I, there's no judgment here. I just think, you know, they're, 
there are definitely natural ways. And I love that you're sharing your story and your, the work that you're doing, because it is really helpful to meet other people or hear other people's story of healing or whatever it is, you know, this is expansion, right? When we, we, we're seeing it to believe it, right. To know that it's possible. It's possible for you. You know, it's, it's possible for other people too. So That's great. Um, yeah, I was curious about like, what's, what's, uh, I obviously haven't had a chance to read your book at all. Cause we just got this just podcast. Going. <laughs> yeah. Like we just met, but I would love to hear about your book, you know, like who is that book for and how can that book help them? Yeah. And the book is written for anybody who has an interest or a passion for healing naturally. The first part of the book is the more scientific, um, part, right? It's called part one, really originally, and it's called part one body. So we're focusing on giving the body tools to heal. It goes over the different tests that I run in my program and the order of the tests that I do. And it talks about things like nutrition and oxalates and heavy metals and some root causes of different health issues. Um, and it's kind of a basis of the program. Um, And then part two is uh, all about the mind. So much of healing requires a lot of mindset work. So it's the emotional growth that we need to do to heal. And there's different, a lot of different topics in there from building healthy relationships to goal setting and affirmations and time management. So conscious parenting, there's a lot in that, um, in that part. Um, And then part three is all about the spirit. And that's really tuning in with meditation to get to see, okay, finding that that connection to our intuition, and really learning to shift our vibration. That's really important when we heal. And then the appendix is super science. That's for people who really want to learn how to analyze their tests. They want to learn how to uh, repair their detox pathways. So it goes in depth on Um, the organic acids test, how to analyze your blood work, how to analyze a Dutch test. It goes over genetics. Um, So really, really in-depth there with the science that's going to be more geared for people who really want to learn about the science. You don't have to have a science background. Um, You can study it. Anybody can study anything and learn it. It's just, it's not going to be one of those things where you read it one time and you're going to have the knowledge. Like this is really almost like the health Bible. It goes over so many topics. Expect to read the book a few times to really have everything sink in and take lots of notes. So um, anybody definitely can read it. You can actually get a free copy at um, www.gethealyourself.com and they'll send you over a free paperback copy. You just have to pay the shipping. Oh, very nice. Yeah, we'll link that down below. Um, yeah, I love that you mentioned the mindset piece, because I think this isn't always included in medicine. And, um, you know, because immediately when you had said, um, you know, everyone in my family was sick, and, and yeah. you know, whatever, like, that is the sort of thing that when we're exposed to that growing up, it's like, it becomes normalized for people. Yeah. Like, so it's like, oh, my mom had that. So I have that and I'll probably get that or or whatever. And I don't want to speak for you. I'm just saying that I think sometimes, you know, it's sort of like a wiring that happens in our brain, right? Mm -hmm. It it becomes our beliefs, right? This is normal. This is how it's supposed to be. And there's actually a big chapter 
two chapters, I believe in my book um, on removing limiting beliefs. Like mm -hmm. we have so many beliefs that define us that are not true. And we have to tune in to our own um, intuition and our own truth. It's all inside of us. And when we start to learn to listen, we can find the real truth to us instead of just going by what's been handed down to us, either by our parents, teachers, or society. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I love that. It seems like, um, cause I feel like I really have this approach in my work too. It's like, it's mind, body, spirit. It really is all of it. And you can't just look at one piece of yeah. your life or an as aspect of your existence. You have to find balance with all of those things in order to be healthy in your, in your human experience. It seems like. Yeah. Because there's so many people who go from the regular medicine model and then come into a more holistic model. And they think that there's just a supplement to turn it off. And I run labs in my program. I see what the body needs, but I can give you all these supplements. If you don't address the dysfunctional relationships, if you don't address the dead end job, if you don't address the stress in your family, if you don't address that emotional trauma, then we're not going to get there because the those things and your illness are going to keep presenting to you to remind you that these things need to be dealt with right and yeah. it focus it really forces you to turn inwards when you have to deal with any type of illness yeah yeah definitely i feel like this might be a can of worms kind of a question mm -hmm. so go ahead and help me narrow it in if or just say no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I guess it's like, I'm thinking about, you know, what I want to ask is like, where do people start? But I'm sure that depends on like what their situation is. Um, is that, is that what you would say? Is that No, I've actually yeah. narrowed it into this really complete program. So I like to run three foundational tests and that's the organic acids, a full blood panel and genetics. And I start by working on the brain the detox pathways, nutrient deficiencies, mitochondria, and that in itself, just supporting those systems are going to make such a huge impact on the health. Um, and then from there, I run a Dutch, which is going to show us hormones and adrenals. So we've really covered the main systems in the body. Um, and then after that, when the body is really well supported, we head over to working on gut and heavy metals. Um, we've already started to work on just basic toxins because we're turning on our detox pathways. And then when we do gut work, we're focusing on killing pathogens. We're focusing on really gentle binders for heavy metals. And that's, that's a long-term process. Um, and throughout, like right from the very beginning, we're working on mindset and we're working on a balanced whole food diet that is really determined by listening to your body. Yeah, I love that. And anyone who's listening knows that I love that because I teach intuitive eating. So I think it's yeah. so important that, mm -hmm. I mean, in general, right? Like eat, eating real food is a good choice in general, right? But, um, yeah. you know, it's for me personally, my own situation and each of your own situations is going to be different. You know, I'm going to allow myself to have a little bit of Cheetos sometimes, you know, but, me too. Yeah. you yeah. had a beautiful potluck at um, our homeschool group today and mm. I ate all the things so I really believe in you know 90% whole foods and eat yeah. eat clean most of the time but allow yourself to be a human like I do believe yeah. we came here to enjoy this experience and have all sorts of different experiences and I love food like really totally. like 
Yeah. And like, if you deprive yourself of those experiences, then in a way you're really missing out, you know, it's not about eating like the whole thing. Right. Or, you know, I'm saying it's like not over overly indulging or whatever, um, through like numbing or whatever with food. It's just, it's just about like, you know, not, yeah, it's just a balance. And and I love the idea of like 90%, I think it's a great ratio in my opinion too. Yeah. And um, honestly, 90% when you're healing from something, I probably right now at the level of health that I'm at, don't do 90%. I probably do about 80, um, 70 when even less when we're traveling, but I've done a lot of work to get myself to that point where I can go and eat whatever I choose to eat without really having any negative side effects, but I've done the work. I've put the work into rebalancing my body. It's strong enough to, to handle what I, what I put at it because I really do reduce all the other toxins in my environment. I reduce the stress in my life, even though I do a lot, I I have an immense amount on my plate, but through mindset work and meditation, it, my plate just keeps getting bigger so it can hold more versus somebody who needs to put some more work into mindset and meditation will have a smaller plate and everything that they're putting on it can feel incredibly stressful. Um, So it's just how we find that balance. And then when we do reduce the overall stress in our body, then it can handle going and having the beautiful chocolate strawberry truffle cake that I made today for the potluck. My favorite, favorite dish. I'm going to have to get that recipe. I'll send it to you. And you can clean it up, right? You can really clean it up. Um, It's the first time I make it. Normally my, my best friend makes it for me when we're in Canada and being in the States, I had to make it myself. And I looked at the ingredients on some of these things. I'm like, what? Okay. Next time I make this, it will be immensely cleaner and still as tasty. Oh, wow. That's that sounds so good, you know, and, but I, I love that you talk about like this capacity, you know, like when you're in the healing process, it's like, Hey, like maybe just like take it easy and don't yeah. to experiment too wide broadly. Just keep it simple. Yeah. And, you know, right. yeah, don't yeah. test, don't test yourself. Yeah, um, exactly. I, you have to, there, there are times definitely like I, I work with a lot of women with interstitial cystitis because it is something that I overcame myself. And that is one of the things that do require a more uh, limited diet. But I find that people have such programmed beliefs into what's healthy, that mm-hmm. what is healthy, what they think is healthy is not healthy for them. So somebody with interstitial cystitis, eating a lot of fruits and vegetables is going to be very damaging to them. And when we have to reprogram somebody from what they think is healthy is actually harder than getting somebody to go from eating really bad food to eating clean. Like that is an easy thing for me to do. But when these beliefs that, oh my gosh, this is so bad for me, I can't eat this. That is a lot harder to overcome. Um, but it's it's definitely for the majority of other things, we don't have to go that strict. And for somebody with interstitial cystitis, they don't have to eat strict forever. But there is a period of time where the bladder needs, it needs its space to heal. And um, it's so sensitive and there's no way we can stop peeing. Like we have to pee and we have to be gentle with it for a good amount of time um, so that what's coming out in our urine is not damaging it. So it's, it's just, a, it's a process, it does require some coaching usually to get people onto the, 
to the, what I call, it's not the IC diet, really, not that anybody just saw my air quotes, um, yeah. but it's not the normal IC diet, it's Sandy's IC diet, and um, it's very different, uh, but it, it does work for the majority of, of women, it just, it takes that time, um, and personally, like, I did it for quite a while, and it wasn't that bad. It's definitely, I definitely prefer my IC diet than eating fruits and vegetables all the time. Right. right. Yeah, totally. And like, I think what you're speaking to about is in general for a lot of people, a big question of like, what is healthy now? You know, like, I feel like mm. there's so much information out there, like, and all these different, you know, like I'll go to my co-op or whatever. And you know, when you shop in the middle of the store, there's lots of packaged items. And sometimes right. just because those packaged items seem healthy doesn't always mean that they are. Like like you said, with this particular case where it's like you can't have too much fruit or whatever. And so it, it can be very, very confusing. And I think that's why it's so important to work with someone such as yourself when you're dealing with a specific case where you need to reduce or increase certain types of foods during the, um, like maybe quote unquote intense healing part of your journey. Right. Like you said, until you at least get to the place where you can broaden your horizons with food again. Exactly. And that's always our goal because, I can eat now whatever it is that I want and my bladder is going to be totally fine, but it does require a period of time of really babying it. And the bladder itself is kind of like when it's injured, it's like having a very severe burn on your skin. And mm -hmm. when your skin is burnt, you don't go out in direct sunlight. Um, it's going to really hurt it. It's not ready. And the bladder is the same way. It needs that time to regrow a healthy lining. And then when that healthy lining returns, it's incredibly sensitive and it still needs to be babied for a time until it gets very strong. Um, and then you can do it. Like there was a time where I couldn't take any B vitamins and, or any vitamin C. And now I can pop full capsules of those. My bladder is going to be just fine, but it was giving it that time. And I agree hundred percent with what is healthy. Um, it's hard. It's hard to find healthy nowadays because of everything that they're putting on our foods, putting in the meat that we eat. And I try to, as much as possible, get things from, especially my meat and dairy, we get things from local farmers or farmers that ship that we trust. Um, I really love Fetch Meadows Farms. We get a lot of our food from there. They ship it right to your door. Um, that's in the United States. And um, you're really looking for um, clean meat and dairy. Raw dairy is a superfood. Um, I personally eat gluten. I have no problems with gluten. Um, so you want to clean up your gluten. You want to eat a non-GMO gluten, um, one that is heirloom. And, you know, it's, it's not out of the grocery store, most likely. Some grocery stores like Publix do have some, some decent products. Um, but we have our own wheat berries and I grind them and you can actually sift them and make them into like really good flours. I don't do it all the time. Sometimes I'm too lazy, but you can make your own sourdough bread and you can do so much at home. But what I recommend is doing a little bit at a time. Don't just try to change everything over to perfect grass-fed, organic, non-GMO overnight. Like this is a process. It took me years to really do it. And for me, I don't like cooking. 
Um, so it was a big shift from just getting everything out of a box to learning to create easy meals that are clean and the ingredients are clean and you got to allow yourself that space and that time. Otherwise it's just going to feel so overwhelming that you're not going to stick to it. Yeah. I, I love that you bring that up because, um, it's, it's one thing at a time without a doubt. And yeah. the other thing I was thinking about is how, like for me years ago, when I said, okay, that's it, I'm going to start shopping at the co-op because I wanted better meat and I, I wanted organic stuff basically. Um, I actually had to really practice regulating my nervous system when going to the register, because I know that it's not financially feasible for a lot of people. And so I, for me, it was like really looking at my budget and being like, this is a priority for me. So I'm going to cut back on this other stuff or whatever. And, um, I'm going to spend a little bit more on groceries and there's a way to do that. I think, which is to me staying away from the middle of the grocery store. Like if I buy stuff in bulk in the bulk section, like I'll buy my grains and rice and then I buy produce and then I buy meat. And I feel like that has helped me at least keep the cost lower. It's when I buy stuff in packages that I feel like my grocery bill gets really high. I'm just sharing that for anyone out there that, Mm. you know, wants to start choosing better quality foods and how I know it can be but even yeah. like like we have a store I mean I'm in California and like Winco is kind of like it's shop for less it's a or grocery outlet or whatever as another store here and they have organic options as well there's there's more affordable stores other than like your whole foods or your yeah, co-op yeah. or whatever that the super expensive stores the the cheaper stores do have those options as well so it's possible. And I think it is a mindset shift thing and (laughs) nervous system regulation helps at the Mm -hmm. when you're going through the register. (laughs) What I do with clients is I actually just have them start with one meal, just start with breakfast. I love that. Yeah. And do that for a month. Yeah. Get into a holistic, really clean whole food breakfast. Mm. And breakfast is an easy one to do. You're normally home in a rush you can do like a raw milk smoothie with avocado and berries and banana and you've got a really great meal you can do a really cheap option is just some non-gmo um oats you know some oats with some cinnamon and eating like natural maple syrup or honey or berries or fruits and sourdough bread um you know those are super easy options some eggs from a local farm with nice orange oaks, yolks, oaks. Mm, <laughs> oaks yeah, and yolks. I know what you meant. <laughs> um, yeah, so start with breakfast and just doing that for a month and cleaning that up is going to be huge for your body. Yeah. Cause that's the first meal of the day and, yeah. and then it's simple and you know, you, you know, you got to eat breakfast or at least I really yeah. hope you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to be really big on having your three meals a day and I've kind of shifted away. If you want to do some intermittent fasting, just change it up. Don't do the exact same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Some days have breakfast, some days skip breakfast. I went for a good bit, long period of time where I just all of a sudden didn't want to eat breakfast and I didn't, and I fasted till lunch. And then all of a sudden my body's back to eating breakfast, eat breakfast when you wake up. So I'm like, okay, I'll eat breakfast. And it's just listening, tuning in. Listen, your body wants breakfast, eat breakfast. Your body doesn't want breakfast. Okay, make your lunch the whole food meal that you do. Yeah, I love that you shared that because it is interesting how, because I've gone through the same thing with like intermittent fasting. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, coming from 
a background of like diet culture and stuff it's it's this thing where i was like don't like don't do it because you want to lose weight but just like if it feels right then you know do it or you know skip your breakfast or whatever and eat later or whatever whatever it is but it's really important to listen to the body and and that respecting that it's always going to feel different all the time and you go through different seasons and yeah yeah I do apologize for my dogs the um oh I didn't even hear ring the doorbell um (laughs) oh no worries you gotta love when that happens during a podcast right but yeah, we have to tune in and listen. I have um, a lot of training on fasting um, and it's actually in the upgrade for my for my detox kit when people have the option to buy it with the, the free book. But fasting is definitely great for healing. There's a time and a place to use it. There's a time and a place to use it for insulin resistance and SIBO and all these different things, but you still have to tune into your body. If you're yeah. practicing intermittent fasting and you're exhausted, it's probably an adrenal issue now and you're doing too much mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so you gotta listen yeah. <laughs> that was my issue <laughs> yeah exactly right well so shifting gears a tiny bit I am really curious about metals um this is a selfish question I'm curious like I have a copper IUD and I've been kind of like mm. is this bad for me yes. my yeah. intuition has been like I kind of want to get this thing removed but I don't know I I don't know I haven't even researched it but I would love to hear in general about yes that. so oh, and copper then- IUDs they actually show a picture after the five years what it looks like in the beginning and at the end and the copper is almost gone So that is a toxic form of copper that's going to end up in your body. And in my program, we run something called the Great Plains Copper Zinc Test. And it's the only test that shows um, all the different uh, coppers that can be in the body. So it's showing you uh, the copper that's in your serum, the copper that's bound to ceruloplasmin, and then the non-ceruloplasmin copper. And a lot of people like yourself will be, um, and myself, I had one in for three years. Um, and what happens is your non, your non-ceruloplasmin copper, this toxic copper goes really high, but you then become deficient in copper. So you're toxic and deficient at the same time. And copper is going to cause a zinc deficiency also. And zinc is one of the most important, um, minerals, zinc, magnesium, and P5P, which is active B6. That's the most important cofactors needed to make your neurotransmitters. So we know that if you're suffering from depression and anxiety, your serotonin is probably low. Your cofactors are probably low. You need to bring those up. And I would definitely get that out as soon as possible. You're going to want to um, go and run the Great Plains Copper Zinc test. And you're going to want to start supplementing very slowly with some zinc because zinc will cause you to start dumping copper. So it needs to be done slowly. I remember the first time I took zinc um, and I, the copper IUD was already out. I, and I mean, slowly go slow. I took, I think like 50 milligrams and I was vomiting and I had diarrhea and I passed out uh, in bed and I, I woke up, my dog was smelling me and she had crap all over her face because I didn't flush the toilet and she had been eating it. And it was all on my carpet. This is the grossest story of life, right? Um, so just dogs, really, gotta love them. <laughs> go slow with zinc. Um, and I woke up and I did feel a little bit better, but I did not feel well enough to clean up all that mess. I was not impressed. Yeah. But um, yes, you become incredibly zinc deficient. 
and your neurotransmitters, you can't make them properly. So we want to really focus on um, getting in the cofactors and the precursors and start just focusing on building your brain. And that copper is going to take time. Like it's not going to be get on proper supplements and it's going to be gone. It might take you a year or two to detoxify it. Um, some carnosine can really help, but definitely get tested and, and see what's going on. Wow. I'm, I have chills in my mind is blown right now because like, I literally haven't spent any time researching it, but I was just like, I don't know. I just like, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. Like I just was like, a, my husband has been so kind to um, offer a vasectomy. And so I mm. thought, uh, you know, that, that sounds good. We're, we're done with kids. So really yeah. we're, you yes. know, like, we, we did the vasectomy too. When I was diagnosed with lupus, they told me I shouldn't have any children and but my body couldn't handle it. So we did a vasectomy and we did store sperm. Um, and that's how we have little baby Caden, but, um, yes, get that, get that thing out. And you have to think about it too. It's sitting right at your second chakra and it's going to be blocking the energy right there. Um, so it's, well, right. and also, I don't know if this is like my joke that I share to people because I've been talking about getting it out, but I have these earrings that are copper and my earring holes are like turning blue. And I'm like, is my entire vagina blue? <laughs> no, your uterus. <laughs> yeah, my uterus. I mean, <laughs> uh, exactly. And your body. So yes, get that thing out and oh God, do some I'm... detox. You, you, will, you will get to where you need to be. <laughs> I'm like, let me write that down. Get an appointment to get that out. Oh, I pulled mine out myself. Not that I recommend anybody do. I that. know that you can. I've heard that. Yes, I remember the doctor you just reach in, you pull in your string. Okay. Not telling people to do it, but it, no, yeah. yeah. Plus, but I did. Yeah. Anything yeah. you hear is for educational purposes only. Please talk yeah, to your doctor. Absolutely. Or yeah. uh, making any changes to anything in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's so crazy. And so, like, um, yeah, thank you so much for that selfish question yeah. of mine. I, <laughs> what about other what about other metals? I mean, are there other things that we're oh, being exposed yeah. to? I mean, in so, our water, right? Like, oh, in our water. I just did a video on water and how to uh, filter it properly and well, test it first, filter it, uh, restructure and re um, remineralize. So definitely our water is really important. We always we always carry water with us. Um, and there is a website I can send you the link for it. So you can post it in the podcast. You can actually in the United States, go and pull up your city, your local water, and it will tell you like extensive testing that would cost you probably about a thousand dollars to run to see what's in your city water. And when we went from Canada to Florida, the smell was horrendous. There's so much sulfate in the water and I tested it, found out it was sulfate. And for some people like sulfate is great. It's a, it's its whole own detoxification pathway, but for myself, sulfate is not a good thing. Um, so we worked to remove the sulfate, but we also saw that there's uranium or in our water. Was it uranium or radium, radium, radon, something like that. And um, so we couldn't just use a regular carbon filter. We had to get a reverse osmosis. So carbon filters remove some things, reverse osmosis removes other things. And I can actually, I, I can just post a link to that video. I'll give you a link to the video and then they can just go, I go over all these different things there and then um, they can check it out and see, because yeah, we need to reduce our metals. And um, many, many people, they go on these really quick heavy metal 
chelations and they can become incredibly sick. I don't recommend them. You definitely want to first work on your detox pathways. They need to be functioning. Your body is smarter than anything that you can put into it. Give it the support it needs to do the job that it can do. And then you can add in gentle binders like Zeobind or um, Toxaprevent or TRS. There's a bunch of different zeolites out there right now. Um, and you can do like biocell and really tackle the, the different types of metals that are there, but it is a long-term thing. It's not a do it for a month and your metals are gone. If you got rid of all your metals in a month, you would be dead. Like it needs to be a slow process to move these metals out. You don't want to be liberating all these metals. Um, and you want to make sure that your body can handle what you're doing. So go slow. It's not a race. Personally, I did all my healing without touching anything specific for heavy metals, just working on repairing the, the pathways. And I keep saying, I'm going to do the heavy metal detox eventually, but then I had a baby and I breastfed for three years and now I want to have another baby. And ideally you should not be doing any of that um, really heavy detox within like six months of, of getting pregnant. So um, I just... I don't do any of that because currently we are working on getting pregnant again, but it's just a longer process when your sperm is in another country. Oh yes. I imagine. Yes. How inconvenient. <laughs> it's slightly inconvenient. Definitely. Oh, wow. Well, I'm excited for you to, as you go on that journey, but yeah, that makes so much sense. Um, yeah. Like, so when people come into your container to work with you, it seems like is there a couple of different op options or is it kind of just like, you, I know you said you run the different um, yeah. tests and stuff, but like, can you tell us a little bit more about like what people can get when they enter your world? <laughs> yeah. So right now I'm, I am taking on a limited amount of clients, but if somebody was coming to work with me, they would go into the heal yourself program. So we would be doing those foundation tests. We would be working on nutrition and mindset and going through the entire program there are certain people who have more um, complex issues that we do run some other testing, uh, but I work in one-year packages minimum because if you're not committed to a year, then I don't feel that you're ready to take on this program because it is so holistic. There is no quick fix to healing. You can try them as much as you want. It's not going to work. It requires time. It requires patience. You don't just get to get on 10 supplements for a week and then your body is all fixed. It's, you know, the, the body needs time to fix all the things and it needs time with those supplements. It needs time with the less stress. Um, but my focus right now is actually the Integrative Healing Academy where I'm really focused on teaching people to do what I do. And so I have that open. Um, if you're really interested in natural healing, uh, you definitely can fill out an application to work with me. If not with me, then I have my practitioners who have graduated that you can work with. They're like me cloned. <laughs> so, you know, me squared, whatever, uh, you know, how you want to look at it. They uh, have been through the program. They know um, how to analyze the tests. They really are, are amazing at what they do. I make sure before I send them and give them that certificate that I feel confident that they have that knowledge and information. And if you're passionate about it, then consider the Integrative Healing Academy because um, we are looking for people who can go out there and make a difference, right? We can only, one person can only do so much. We can only work with so many people, but if we have a hundred people doing the same thing, you know, we're making 
we're, we're making a huge impact, thousands of people every year that we can affect. Um, so if you're passionate about it, you don't have to have a science background whatsoever. Um, the lady who's went through our course and graduated in record time, zero science background. So if she can do it, you can do it. Uh, just, just if that passion is there, then definitely look into the Integrative Healing Academy instead, because we're, we're looking for passionate people. I love that so much. I mean, I think that, you know, like I said, you know, you went through this thing and now here you are, you have an academy. That's amazing. I mean, I, think I know. Yeah. I saw this beautiful quote and I did a whole live stream on it. It said, you have been assigned this mountain to show other people. It can be moved, not just climbed. The mountain can be moved. And, um, that was like, yes. Why didn't you tell, like, give me this quote. 20 years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> so much. <laughs> you were ready for it. You were ready for yeah, it. Apparently I was. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. so cool. Well, I definitely think that. Um, and then, so for the program, the Academy, I'm sorry if you said this already, how long does that usually take? Is that? Uh, and most people are taking about eight months. Okay. Um, six to eight months. Um, I ha- did have one woman go through it in three so wow. she did it incredibly quick. It's going to all depend on how much time that you want to put into it. It's designed for people to be able to stay in their job and still learn. It's it's mm-hmm. go at your own pace. It's designed for people who want to stay at home and raise their kids and also learn and create an income. And what's amazing with the Integrative Healing Academy is when you graduate, you're not just left alone. You actually go into the Business Boom course and I teach you how to build your business and scale your business. And it's all, it's, it's all handed right to you. Every little bit of knowledge that I have, I've put into this course, um, like every ounce of it. And it, there's a lot, but it's all put into this course. And the course, what's really cool is there's the advanced IHA. So um, I keep adding to it. Um, we're doing really cool advanced case studies where we tackle some pretty complex health issues. And it's, it's really cool. And that's once you've graduated and you're ready to take on more knowledge, that's there for you at no extra cost. Um, and then we have a really amazing support calls where even as practitioners, not just as students, you can come in and get support with your clients. So you're not alone. And that was really big with me when I graduated from the, the online course that I took, I felt very alone and I had no help and anything that I wanted to learn, I had to pay a lot more for. And I had to hire a $10,000 business coach and I had to just keep um, struggling and doing it on my own. And this is a lifelong community where you're not gonna have to pay yearly fees or anything like that. We are really building that community of practitioners that we can depend on each other and uh, support each other. And I'm always there um, in the Facebook group and on the support calls to make sure that everybody feels like not only can they do the course and learn the material, but when you graduate, you're not going to be alone when you're dealing with a difficult, um, difficult circumstance. I love that. I think that's so huge. I mean, I did my own coaching certification that was 10 months long and I still felt like, how do I do this business now? And I'm like, I joke, I still joke that I'm like, I have no business running a business, (laughs) but But no, it's so true. I love that you include that. It sounds like such an incredible program. So I want to encourage people to go check it out and we'll make sure that we include the links for 
everything that you have to offer mm-hmm. wh- wherever people are at, whether they're just looking for um, to begin their own healing journey or to become a, um, a coach themselves or not a coach, but a, yeah, yeah a well, it, exactly. Yeah. It is, yeah. 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 An integrative healing practitioner is uh, yeah. the really fancy name for a health coach. <laughs> totally. So, yeah. I know it's funny because I ha- I'm a breathwork facilitator and I'm <laughs> I'm always I get thrown off by that and I'm like all yeah. these different words the what they're all just the oh, same thing. and breathwork <laughs> is so important I do um, a really powerful meditation before bed and it's right. all with breathwork and chakra work and it's just oh yes so definitely recommend yeah. people to get into it you really have to have a holistic model when you're healing. It's not just the supplements. I love the supplements. I love the science. I teach the science, but we also teach everything else. We don't have the breath work, but maybe we will get you on uh, to do something in the course. We can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come and educate yeah. us, especially answering my copper question. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, all of my, all my, you know, you're like you're heading to the toilet to pull it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, honey, you need Help to go me. get snacks. <laughs> We're making the appointment tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Not going to like me. <laughs> That's great. We've already been on the same page, so it's all good. Um, Sandy, you're amazing. Thank you so much for the work that you are doing. It's so cool. And we'll definitely be um, sending people your way. And um, yeah. Uh, Oh, I always forget to ask this question. Do you hang out on social media? Do you have a some, you know, where do you hang out most? Like where can people come stalk you and all that? Yeah. Come, <laughs> come stalk me in my Facebook group. It's motivated to heal naturally. Um, yeah. I, I go and I do most of my live streams there, but I do have the Facebook page motivated to heal incorporated and the integrative healing Academy, um, where I do some lives also, but for the most part, everything is put in that Facebook group. Beautiful. I love it. Okay, we'll include that too. Everyone have a beautiful day, night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this and be sure to go hang out with Sandy wherever, you know, in the Facebook group, check out our website and all the things and we'll catch you in the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, just one more thing before you go. Are you looking for a group of women and mothers who are working towards transforming their lives through the power of deep self-love? Well, then I want to give you an invitation to join For the Love of Self community. It's a growing group of women who are looking for a source, a refuge to be seen and heard, and to continue their growth in areas around wellness, embodiment, and personal development. This is a community where we can support one another, build friendships, strength, and give love to one another. In the community, you can expect other women and mothers asking for support and giving support. You can also expect live meditations and breath work, and maybe even some hypnosis. Go ahead and find the link to join the community down in the show notes. We're on Facebook. It's called For the Love of Self Community. And I'm really looking forward to meeting you when you come in there.